Tournament Poker Edge Live. Hey everybody, welcome to Tournament Poker Edge Live, brought to you by TournamentPokerEdge.com, bringing you a very special episode. Got some uh, VIP guests, Jamie Armstrong, a.k.a. Poker Jammers, and Mark Herm, a.k.a. Dipthrong. Hell yeah, Chirp. A.k.a. Chirp Herm, host of the Chirp Herm Show, which if you have not checked it out, you need to do so right now. Go to TournamentPokerEdge.com, click on Podcasts, and you'll see it there, or you can search Chirp Herm Show on iTunes. So make sure you check that out. Uh, so thanks for uh, taking a couple minutes to chat, guys. No problem, yeah, of course. Sure. So uh, I guess, Mark, we'll, we'll start with you. Uh, how's the summer been treating you in Vegas? Hmm. Okay, me and Jamie just played this four-max tournament at the World Series. <laughs> we didn't really play. It yeah. started like four hours ago. So yeah, we late regged it uh, at Big Blind 150, so it was level three. I was out my third hand. Jamie I, was out his second. I, I think I was, I was dealt four hands. Okay. Yeah, we all I got two pairs. Out. Yeah, I don't it's know. hard to make two pairs. I know. No, no, I got. A oh, pair, you got two pairs. I got a pair oh. twice. I got fours and then pocket nines. I was playing against Dario, so yeah, it's just hard to fold. It wasn't I don't, fold. I don't know how to fold certain hands. Like four-handed ace jack. I'm like, all right, like I'm just gonna keep clicking until they go in, and then I call, and then I'm out. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Like these these tournaments live are just like fake. Like I've played 17 tournaments. And I've cashed in one, and it's just like that's like a first half of a Sunday. So it's just it's very hard to like build stacks in these, regardless of how bad the people are. Yeah, yeah, it's one thing we've actually talked about in a few of previous episodes of this podcast. Um, just the adapting to live, not so much the play. I mean, there is that obviously, but just the variance of like you said. I mean, the whole yeah. series is basically a Sunday, and we brick Sundays all the time. Yeah, totally. So how do you like deal with that mentally? Uh, I mean, it's, it's shitty, like, because, like, you're expected to come out here, and you're probably just gonna lose, you know, you're, you might cash a couple, but, like, you're just not gonna win anything, so it's like, fuck, you have to be confident, and, like, confidence is so big in poker, yeah. uh, but also, like, live is different, like, I feel like a lot of people that are good online might not be good live, because, like, it's such a longer-paced game that, like, if you don't have the discipline to, like, let people shit on you a little bit, you're gonna be out, like, and that's my problem, like, if, I, if someone's fucking starts three-betting me, like, I'll just be like, fuck this fag, and, like, I'll just... Go all in with whatever. Right. So like, you really have to be able to like not have an ego when you're playing. Yeah, it's one of the things that's taken me a long time to get used to is you can, like, online, like, you get to, like, 18 bigs and you're just like, oh, I got to get my chips in right now. Yeah. But live, I mean, you have full deck with, like, seven bigs. For sure. It's all about, <laughs> it's all about card. And, like, the early levels mean nothing. Like, that's the biggest mistake I think people make. Um, like, especially in these, like, in these uh, 1500s. Like, you have more time than you think. Like... When you have 4K and the big one's 200 with no ante, like, just fold. Like, I just fold everything. Like, you just can't play hands because you just want to, like, hold all your chips so you actually get something good. And these idiots will pay off. If you get ace or something, throw in a limp, and you're going to get paid. Right. Also, a lot of, like, standard spots and, like, online tournaments are not standard and live. Like, you can raise fold and three-bet, like, stronger hands and get away from it. When online, you're just, like, fucking yeah. getting it in no matter what. Right. Yeah, yeah like, uh, you know, old guy... Four, you know, cold fours, that's probably like three hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Like yeah. Ace, king, kings, aces. Right. It's or, tough to fold like jacks, though. But yeah. sometimes <laughs> you have to. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. don't, but... <laughs> I think it's more about just being like playing good, solid poker like the entire time rather than being crazy. 
Like, I really don't think you have to be super aggressive live because, like, when you it's like it's like old school poker. Like, it, like the nits just ravage. Like, if you just play solid poker, someone's going to pay you off when you have queens on like a yeah. jack high board. You know, you're going to double up. Yeah, and you try to build these huge stacks early, but in reality, like I've been playing a lot of Venetians, so you start with 15k. You really only need to have like 40k by dinner. Like, you don't have to have 110k by first break or anything. Yeah, I don't think any, I don't think anything early matters really at all. Yeah. So, Jamie, how about you? How's your uh, summer been going so far? I had success in my first tournament. I got fifth in the first event. So I had a ton of chips in the tournament early, so now starting over in all these 1,501 days just seems like it's going to be impossible to accumulate that same stack again. So I've been kind of losing patience, but... It's a long summer, so we've got plenty of turns to go. Yeah. What's uh, what's the rest of the summer look for, like for both of you guys? You want to play the 25K? Yeah. I think we're both playing the 25K. Mark's trying to get in the one drop. Yeah, I'm trying to get in the one drop. I still have a bunch of actions. I feel like it'll be such a soft tournament. So if people want to buy a piece of you in the one drop, they can hit you up on Twitter? Yeah, on Twitter. All right. And I'll probably sell like, very little markup, if any. So. All right. Cool. So, what is it? It's $111,000. Yeah. yeah, and supposedly there's 20 people registered so far, and like 20, they, 21 people registered, and 20 of them like don't play poker. Like they're, oh, not, wow. like they're just like businessmen. Right. So, like, it'll be a dream getting to a table with like three of those guys that are just you know, stacking off, or I don't know how they're going to play. It's all about sure table drawing that tournament. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I suppose it, it's like those, people, those first people who register are probably like geese. Like buddies, yeah, yeah. business, like business yeah, yeah, yeah. associates exactly. and stuff. Where he's like, "Come on, you got to play this. Support my yeah. charity." Yeah, that seems like it would. It's kind of weird because you would think such a huge buy-in, it's going to be a tougher tournament. But in reality, it's probably going to be fifty percent yeah, fish, yeah. Like complete fish, rather than like your standard fifty hundred, where it's like guys that kind of know how to play. You know, right. Just like somewhat bad. So, Mark, your your uh, one cash you mentioned was the five k. Potlimit and Hold'em, yeah, yeah. It's a weird tournament because Potlimit, obviously, there's no annies the entire time. So, like, I feel like I play really well when it's pre-annie poker, usually, like, because I just, like, just play, like, a stone knit. I'm used to playing Singos and, like, in the early stages of tournaments, like, I just fold everything. And, like, I have a crazy image because I'm, like, talking a lot and, like, people know who I am. So, like, I was just getting paid off a ton. But I actually played one really fucking funny hand. There was this Russian kid at my table, and it was just, like... He was winning a lot of chips, but he just, you could tell he just never gave up. Like, if he got cold for bet, he would, like, click it back. And, like, it was working for a long time, and he was just taking these crazy lines post-flop, too. And uh, I had, like, I think 50K to start the hand, and the big line was 1,000. And he opened... I'll just hand this out. Yeah, he opened, like, middle position. And I had fives in the small blind. And uh, I don't normally flat in spots like this, but, like, I just wanted to play a pot against this guy because I thought he would, like, really go off if I hit a set or whatever. Um, so he opens mid position to 2K. I call the small line. Big line also flats. The flop is 884 with two clubs. Um, and I decided to lead for 2K to 6. Because I thought this kid would like raise me. And like I really like my hand. Like The only hand that beats me is an overpair or an 8. Um, and I just the, the amount of hands this guy was raising, I just didn't think he would have that often. So I made it 2K. The guy that flattened the big folded. The, this crazy guy makes it 5,600. And I'm like, I like love my hand for whatever reason. I was like, this is awesome. And I thought the best way to get it was just like call and just keep going. So I called. Turn was the six of clubs, bringing three clubs. I had the five of clubs for what it's worth. Um, I checked. He bet seventy six hundred. I still like my hand a lot, and I really can't even say why I liked it so much. I just you know I just he has a very like narrow range of hands to beat me. I call, and the river is an offsuit queen, and I bet a thousand. And the reason why I bet a thousand is because like I knew this guy. Like I didn't know if he would bluff necessarily. If um, I checked to him, 
Um, but by betting a thousand, like it looks like I'm like trying to like blocker bet and just have him just call the thousand or whatever. And also, I thought if he had like a six or even a queen, he would just call it rather than like making a bigger bet or whatever. So I bet a thousand with the intention of calling if he shoved, and he like instantly piled his ships and I just like instantly called. And I was right; he had ace nine offsuit. So that's a guy on a huge pot. But other than that, I was just, I was really just like knitting a bunch. Um, and I was making some hands too, for sure. And then I ended up get, losing a big flip at the end. But I got like thirteenth or something like that. It was it was a fun turn to play, and it just shows you that like pre ante poker is just like ABC pretty much. It's just like you can just fold all day long because you're not getting consumed by the blinds at all. Right. So what uh, what event has been like the most fun this summer? That one for me, for sure. I, I like the 1500s and shit, though, too, because it's like you're not there all day long. Like, you can just chill in the early levels and watch these people do crazy shit, <laughs> like, with horrendous hands. You know, you just you see these guys that are wearing shades and are, like, thinking that they're so sick and they're, <laughs> they're ready to ravage the play. You know, they've three-bet people before. <laughs> and it's just like, all right, dude. And, like, you just have to have the discipline to just, like, chill and just wait till you get, like, kings because they're going to give it to you. And I'll, I'll, a big thing I do is, like, when these guys are going to the table, I'll, like, stare them down. And then, like, when they open, I'm going to act like I'm going to three-bet them. And then I'll just fold, like, everything. So then, like, when I three-bet, they're like, all right, I knew this guy was waiting to do this. And I just have, like, whatever, good hand. <laughs> and I got, like, six high. That's crazy. Yeah. There's, so, um, there's so many kids nowadays that, like, don't really know how to play. But they know to play aggressively. And they just do shit because it's – they think it's right because it's aggressive. But they're pretty much just playing terribly. Right. right. A lot of euros so do that. Yeah, I've seen some ridiculous, like, five and six bet piles with, like, ace nine. Yeah, getting these, in these clicking wars is pretty retarded nowadays. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah. That's a really good point. Um, you're both playing the main event, I assume? For yeah. sure, yeah. It's such a good tournament. I wouldn't skip it tournament. if I only had $10,000. Yeah, if I was, like, dying, <laughs> I'd probably play it, so. <laughs> and if you already decided, like, there's always this, like, online dilemma about, like, oh, which day should I play? Because this day is going to be soft because it's on this weekend or weekday or whatever like have you already decided when you're playing I showered that I just, it's just like you, there's so much luck involved with the table draw that you draw actually anyway I, I just don't care enough like, I'm just like whatever let's just go right yeah um, there's, there's so many people playing each day though though yeah you're gonna there's 7,000 people playing day. it how many good poker people players do you think there are in the world like honestly like 1,000 maybe like, yeah. like just 6,000 like either bad or like mediocre players right like, just gold so that's, that tournament is so deep Obviously, like I don't even know how many big lines you start with, but it's got to be yeah, Todd and infinite. Refer, yeah. Um, so is that different then than like, like you were talking about a fifteen hundred where you just sit back and chill and wait for kings and eight? Like, I mean, do you do you splash around a ton in the early stages of a main event because you can stack somebody when they have aces and you have five six of spades? I play pretty loose. I play a lot of pots just because a lot of people are playing terribly post flop, and you're so deep and people don't know how to play deep and mm-hmm. will stick a ton of chips in when they shouldn't. Right, and just have like the nuts. Right. But you're really good. He, Jamie's really good post flop, and like, I don't think I am really. And for people that are just like not that, uh, you know, it, very few people are super good post flop in my opinion. So like me, I usually just stick to my strategy of like like I'll I'll occasionally throw in a call with Jack and Suter if like three other people call, but I'm still playing pretty fucking tight and just like nut pedaling kind of, and it works. Like it's really easy. And then like obviously when Annie's and blinds and shit get up there, and you have. I mean, you know if your table's, like, somewhat soft and you can start to pillage a little bit. Right. I'll do it or I'll start three-betting a bit. But, like, you really – in that tournament, you really have to guard. Like, you really have to, like, be careful with your chips. Is it the softest tournament of the year? For the money, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, it's gold. Like, it's just a golden spot. 
but like I like it's just really patience is huge in it too. Like you can't like you can't be getting into wars with people. It's just right. really not you don't want that at all. Not to mention we were talking last night on on this podcast about the grind of live poker and like how tired you get and exhausted mm. and, and even just we were talking about just playing two straight days. So you play from like noon to two and then you bag and then you come back at two and you play till ten or whatever and that's exhausting. But yeah. uh, like I don't, I don't know how deep both of you guys have gone in the past in the main event, but what's it like on, like, day five for some of these people who have just been playing every day? Yeah, for me, okay, I cashed it um, two years ago, and at the time I was drinking and doing a ton of Adderall, so, like, by the fifth day when we made it, or day four, I guess, when we made it in the money, like, my brain was so shot, I ended up, I five-bet all in with 5-2 offsuit, 5-2 <laughs> offsuit in the main event, uh, and then I five-bet all in for another 60 days. Did you get a fold when you no. had the 5-2? No, he called with ace-queen and showered me. And then um, I was low, and then I had ace versus kings, because I'm really good. Um, and then I dusted the rest of my... Th- I had 60 big blinds, and I 4-bet sh- I shoved ace-4 offsuit. Or I 5-bet shoved ace-4 offsuit, just for like all of it. So it's just like, that's just like absolutely retarded of me. You have to just like chill. Like you can play if you if you can play aggro and just get away from shit when people like four bet you like cool but like I don't know you have to like leave your ego out of it for sure. Right. I feel like you've gone deep in the past, right? James? No, I've, oh, right. I'm like over six or something. But I've made day three like three of the last four years or okay. something, and then just run bad then. But just, I just feel like by day three or four you must just be like mind fucked. Yeah. Especially if you're doing like a lot of caffeine, it's even like caffeine for me. Like then the next day, I'm just so withered, my brain just does not function, and I'll just be tanking in spots where I'm like, okay, I'm tanking, but I'm not really thinking about anything. Like my brain's not working. Uh, like maybe like God will just tell me what to do. Like I don't know. Like like it's just like just looking like an idiot there, just like like shelving my chips. Like uh, uh, I'd be like it's on you, you know. I'm like uh, uh, like whatever, and then I just end up doing something. And God, yeah, God knows if it's right. It's tough sometimes after you play like a long day and like. You get excited, you get chips, and then trying to sleep. I always struggle sleeping. Yeah, in the middle sure. of a tournament. And I think dealing with um, like losing chips and winning chips is huge. Like, yeah. like I was like when I busted last year on day three, I was so tilted that I lost like I had like started there with like two hundred ten k. I was on to like one hundred sixty five k, and I was like I couldn't breathe at all. And I ended up just like getting it all in because like it doesn't matter. Like nothing matters. Just stay in the tournament and you got to like play like one hand at a time. It's really important. Yeah. And meanwhile, 165 K was probably top, like, yeah, like, top, like top hundred stack or something. Like yeah. It was, it was a lot for sure. People always talk about like I peaked at this amount, but now I got this and you're yeah. all tilted. And yeah. it's, that's the most important time to just like, yeah, keep it cool. Super important to be Metal detached man. from the results. Yeah. Just play, you know, just, just make the right. And for, for whatever reason online, that's easy for me, but live, I just like, I get so tilted. Cause yeah. I'm like, when I have a lot of chips, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna win the main event, and then I'm like thinking about like like being on TV and shit. I'm like, this is gonna be sick. Everyone's gonna love me. Like all my friends back home. Like you're the man. And then like we're not even the money yet. Like, relax. <laughs> <laughs> relax. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Well, cool. Uh, I wanted to thank you guys for stopping in. Uh, definitely appreciate the time. And um, we're not promising anything, but there's an outside chance that these two guys will do a video together at some mm. point for TV. Um, I don't want anybody to sign up and then unsubscribe in two weeks because we didn't deliver the video on nah, time. Nah, we're gonna we're gonna do it. I promise that we will do it. Ah, okay. Well, I'll do it at least. We got a promise. I'll promise as well. Oh hell yeah, sure. Oh. <laughs> All right, so something to look forward to. <laughs> it, 
It probably won't be till after we all get back from Vegas, and then probably like a month of detox. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, we'll, we'll rock something out for you guys. Yeah. So we might rattle snark you though. <laughs> <laughs> rattle snark. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I want to remind you guys to check out the Chirp Herm Show at tournamentpokerash.com or or search the Chirp Herm Show on iTunes. And uh, you guys want to plug your Twitters so people can follow you? Yeah, my Twitter is Diplerom. I'm Jamers15. All right. So uh, make sure you guys follow. You can see how these guys do in the main event coming up, uh, God, I guess in like a week and a half, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Wow, so, really? Wow. Summer's almost Holy over. Shit. It's like the 21st today. Yeah. So we got Sorry. like, yeah, like 11, uh, I don't even know how many days there are on this month. So, yeah. but yeah. It's less, <laughs> tough to figure out. less than two weeks until the main event starts. So, uh, yeah, follow these guys. Um, follow the other TPE dudes. And thanks for listening. And we will uh, have another episode for you guys soon on TPE Live. Later. Later, Jared. the plane at LAX with a dream in my cardigan. Welcome to the land of fame excess. Am I gonna fit in? I jumped in the cab, here I am for the first time. Look to the right and I see the Hollywood side. This is all so crazy. Everybody seems so famous. My tummy's turning and I'm feeling kind of homesick. Too much pressure and I'm nervous. That's when the taxi man turned on the radio and the Jay-Z song was on. Jay-Z's song was on So I put my hands up to play my song The butterflies fly away I'm nodding my head like yeah Moving my hips like yeah I got my hands up to play my song And I'm gonna be okay Yeah It's a party in the USA Yeah It's a party in the USA Get to the club in my taxi cab Everybody's looking at me now Like who's that chick that's rocking kicks She gotta be from out of town So hard with my girls not around me It's definitely not a Nashville party Cause I see us the letters I guess I never got the memo My tummy's turning and I'm feeling kinda homesick Too much pressure and I'm nervous That's when the DJ dropped my Plays my song